This is Story Quest. Today's story is. Facebook and the Unicorns by Lawn. Space Pug and the Unicorn. Puddles was a pug who lived on a planet called Dogmania. You haven't heard of Dogmania? It's in our solar system, tucked away just behind Jupiter. And the only reason you probably haven't heard of it is that its orbit is just so that it's always concealed in the shadows. It's a shame we haven't visited Dogmania because it's full of, well, dogs, as you probably guessed. But these are technically space dogs. They can talk and have built houses and fly rockets and all sorts of other cool stuff. And they're not the only creatures on the planet. Dogmania is home to the sort of animals that you only hear about in fairy stories. Griffins, dragons, unicorns, things like that, you know. It's a pretty magical place. There's a whole story, actually, about how the magical creatures got to the planet. Basically, several millennia ago, they got fed up with humans trying to capture, ride, or kill them, and so spirited themselves away to their new home in the shadow of Jupiter. But I'll tell you about that another time, all right? So, that's Dogmania. Sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? Well, one of the dogs in our story thought that he was extra cool. But actually, he was kind of extra annoying. He was a pug. Sorry, I mean Space Pug, and his name was Puddles. Puddles was only small. Well, you know what pugs are like, and despite being a Space Pug, he looked pretty much the same as an Earth Pug. But despite his diminutive stature, Puddles had a big personality. And by big, I mean, yeah, annoyingly big. And that was a bit of a problem for the animals on Dogmania, as he was in charge of keeping the streets safe. Sort of like a dog policeman. Or a police dog. You get the idea. He would strut up and down the streets of Dogmania, looking for reasons to scold the animals. And the reasons were usually pretty rubbish. No loitering! He barked at a poodle who was lounging in the shade of a tree. But, but it's boiling! I'm just having a rest! Next, it was a griffin who was minding his own business, skewing at the space cakery. Hey, you! Scaly drawers! You can't park there without a permit! I'm not parking, I'm just standing, huffed the creature. Well, stop it. You're causing an obstruction. Don't make me take you to the pound. The griffin huffed again and sloped off. It really wasn't a good idea getting on the wrong side of puddles. The pound was a pretty horrible place in the orbit of Dogmania, where the bad animals were sent. Everyone was terrified of it. And so generally, people ended up doing what puddles said. And because everyone did what he said, Puddle's head got even bigger and he got even more bossy. The dogs in charge of law and order took a bit of a dim view of Puddle's, but the streets had never been so safe. So he was left to get on with it, his way. One day, Puddle's was mooching through the forest when he spotted a unicorn. The unicorn, whose name was Hera, was idly munching on a very lovely starshine shrub, minding her own business and enjoying the cool breeze. Hey, you, he barked. I think you'll find that's willful destruction of an endangered species. Hera looked up in puzzlement. Oh, but it was only a few leaves. How was I meant to know this bush was so special? I think you'll find it was very well publicised on notices around the forest. Look, there's one right there. He pointed at a tiny sign placed at the top of a very tall tree. Probably only a very fit squirrel or a determined owl would have been able to get close enough to see it. But I'm a unicorn. I'm magic and all that, and I can't actually read. Anyway, 
That sign's rubbish. Puddles chuckled and shook his head. <laughs> well, really, unicorns are just the most useless creatures on this planet. The most useless animals ever to exist, if you ask me. Useless? That's a mean thing to say, you horrible little dog, snorted Hera, who carried on munching. She didn't care much for pugs, especially annoying bossy pugs. But Puddles was delighted. A clear breach of the rules. There was only one thing to do. Well, uh, that's it. Insulting an officer dog and a contravention of the law, it's the pound for you. And with that, he tossed a rope around the unicorn's neck and dragged her out of the forest. Hera whinnying and throwing back her head in disgust. Unicorn for the pound, that's right. He barked as he strutted into the depot, dragging Hera on the rope with his teeth. The dog on duty looked at Puddles wearily, then at Hera, who was fuming, and then back at Puddles. Well, you'll have to wait. The pilot for the pound has had to go home. Nasty case of space fleas, I'm afraid. Big as footballs they were. Hera shuddered at the thought. But Puddles had other ideas. You're as useless as that unicorn. Well, all right, guess I'll have to take her in myself then. And before the dog on duty could object, he'd marched past and through to the runway. I I don't think that's a very good idea, he whined. But Puddles had marched to the launch pad, bundled poor Hera into the hold of the rocket and jumped into the cockpit. I mean, he'd never actually flown a rocket before, but how hard could it be, he thought. And for a bit, things went all right. He managed to get the rocket to launch by basically pressing all the buttons, and then he managed to set the coordinates for the pound. This was turning into a very exciting day. Maybe one of his best. But then, it started to be an even more exciting day. But for all the wrong reasons. He hadn't noticed that in his excitement, he had begun to do what quite a lot of dogs do, whether they're in space or not. He started to drool. And that gloopy drool was sinking into the computer console. Liquids and electricity don't really mix, and smoke began to appear. And then a terrible spluttering as one of the engines stuttered and then stopped. Uh Uh-oh. Not looking good, is it? Puddles whimpered and whined, and in a flurry started pressing more buttons, but this made things worse and the rocket began to spin and spin and spin. He could hear Hera being crashed around and whinnying in fright. Leave it to me, leave it to me, I'm in charge. I said, I'm in charge, he barked. Hera called from the back. What's going on? I'm being tossed around like a pointy salad back here. Everything's under control, he barked back, but obviously it wasn't. He could see smoke trailing in the window now. The other engine must have failed. Hit the emergency thruster, yelled Hera. The emergency thruster, ah, that sounded familiar glanced around the cockpit and managed to find it. A large red button at the very top of the console, almost on the ceiling. Oh dear, (laughs) said Puddles, gulping. The trouble was that Puddles was just too small to reach the button. He jumped and jumped on his stubby little legs, but couldn't get high enough to hit the control. The rocket spluttered and began to speed up towards the planet. His legs might have been useless, but then he had a thought. Hera, If I let you out, can you hit that button? But quickly! Even though Hera was being buffeted around in the hold, she took a moment to look at Puddles in a very unimpressed way through the hatch. Oh, so now I'm useful, am I? I thought unicorns were... What was it that you said? The most useless animals ever to exist. Puddles was in a panic. I didn't mean it. Please, help! 
Say sorry, said Hera. It didn't come easily to Puddles. I don't think he had ever apologised to anyone ever, but, you know, rockets plummeting out of the sky can change a person. Or a pug. All right, all right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And say that unicorns are fabulous, wonderful creatures who are not useless, but actually really, really amazingly useful. All right, he gabbled. Unicorns are fabulous, wonderful creatures who are not useless, but actually really, really amazingly useful. Scrabbling to open the lock on the whole door, Hera burst through in a haze of golden sparkles. She cantered to the console and with a flourish hit the emergency thruster with her rainbow horn. With a crash, bang and a wallop, the thrusters kicked in and the rocket was back on track. Hooray! Hera was delighted, but then looked at Puddles sadly. I suppose you want me to go back in the hold until we get to the pound. Puddles had a thing. He didn't often think. His brain was quite small after all. But even he could see that maybe, possibly, he had been a tiny bit in the wrong. And Hera had just saved his life. No, he said. You can stay where you are. And I'm changing course. I'm taking you back to Dogmania. But, but why? Hera asked. Oh, I got things wrong, he said quietly. I was too busy enjoying feeling important to worry about what really matters. And that's looking after each other. Hera whinnied kindly. If you hadn't looked after me, well, we'd be as fat as a pancake on the ground right now. Friends? said Hera. Yes, friends, said Puddles. And with that, the pair began the return journey. And once they'd got back and Hera was declared free, Puddles decided that maybe there were better things to do than going around bossing people all day. He found he really liked spending time with Hera and enjoyed attending her field, planting succulent magical shrubs for her to nibble on and listen to her stories about her time long ago on a strange planet called Earth. And Hera delighted at the juicy starshine shrubs. Puddles, it seemed, was an excellent gardener. So it turns out, even space bugs can be useful too. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash story quest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode. And we're with Lorna who sent us the idea for Space Pug and the Unicorns. Lorna... Thank you so much for coming on and for giving us that idea. You've got to tell us, what made you send the title Space Pug and the Unicorns? I don't know. I like pugs and space is fascinating. What about unicorns? I don't know where I got that from. Yeah, just chuck them in. Because space pugs are pretty wild enough, right? The only way to make that story wilder is to chuck unicorns into the mix, surely. Yeah. Well, I can tell you that like pugs. Is, is, is that a pug you've got with you, a big, big pug? Yes. So this is Daisy, right? This is Daisy. This, and Daisy looks a bit like your own space pug because she's got a big pug head and then kind of like a sequined frilly body. Yeah. Well, you've got to tell me, who is your favourite character? in Space Pug and the Unicorn? Puddles. What made you love them so much? Um, they're cute. Yeah, cute. Cute characters are always the best. 
Like you're patting Daisy there. You talk about cute things. Don't worry, Daisy. We know that you're still cute. What was your favourite moment? What was your favourite scene and part of the whole story? Um, where Puddles was telling the unicorn. Yeah. I loved reading that bit out. I really enjoyed the way that we brought that part of the adventure to life. Uh, now, tell me, you've heard that story. What would to happen if there were a space pug and the unicorns too? What would you come up with? What would you make Puddles do? Um, he would visit Earth. How would he get on here on Earth? Um, he would hold other pugs hostile on the planet. <laughs> it's quite angry. I like it. Uh, what about you? So you gave us a brilliant, very creative idea for a story. Do you read many books yourself? What's your favourite book ever? Um, my favourite book ever, I think it would be my animal encyclopedia. Ah, tell me more. What makes it so amazing? Why is that the best book of all time? You can read about every single animal in the world. Every single animal in the world, though. So that kind of chucks space pugs out of it, right? Because they're up in space. So what is your favourite creature down here on Earth? Um, I have three. You, okay, right. I've got time. Chuck me a three. A pug, a koala, and a axolotl. <laughs> so they're quite varied. Well, we've loved bringing your ideas to life and learning all about space pugs and koalas and apparently cute axolotls but i'm not sure about that thank you so much lorna for coming on the show thank you